the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. This is the Boys of Tech, episode 245 for Thursday the 14th of November 2013. My name is Edwin Herman. Uh, here in the studio, I'm also joined by Kim Farrah over Skype. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thanks, Ed. Hey, you're we'll most welcome. Good to have you on again. Thank you. Look, uh, Kim, I, I, this is just going to be a, a, another one of these midweek update episodes. So I've, I've only got three stories to talk about, three short stories. But the they're first, good stories, though. They're good stories. Yeah, they, they are, are good stories. In fact, the first one is kind of out of this world. What it is, it's mo- you may have heard this if you've been trawling the uh, you know, the tech sites over the uh, last week or so, but Motorola have filed a patent, right? They filed a patent for. Would you believe this? This is this is crazy. A, a patent for a microphone that is, if you like, implanted or embedded onto your neck. It's applied like a tattoo, but it's actually embedding microphone electronics. Under your skin, yeah, that's creepy, isn't it? That is like it is like that's science fiction. Very weird to very, me. Yeah, I don't think many people would want that. eh? just that. Well, yeah. the idea the idea behind it is that it would it would be uh, self powered. When I say self powered by by induction, and uh, of course hooks up to your phone, and so you wouldn't you would never need one of these Bluetooth kits or uh, a, a cable running up to your you know uh, into your mouth. It, it's it would be permanently a, a Bluetooth microphone. Mm, yeah, yeah. I guess if you're working or do anything as well. Driving, don't have to worry about anything, putting anything on. Yeah, that's right. You just hook it up to your phone. And uh, the thing is, you'd you'd really want to make sure that it doesn't get hacked, that someone isn't, uh, someone nearby. uh, Well, I guess they'd have to be nearby, Mm, which kind of defeats the purpose. Interference or something. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want someone uh, getting into your your microphone and then listening to what you're saying. Mm, Or some having some sort of like, I'm just being conspiracy kind of thing, but... You know, having some sort of trip or tracking or anything else involved with it as well, you know? Well, this is the other thing, you know. when If you're getting this device applied to you, how do you know what else is, what, what other electronics are going in there? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I'll quote you some of the application. The, the, remember, this is just a patent application. This is yeah, not, this is not, not practice or anything. No, yet. exactly. It, it's, it's, it hasn't been done yet. It, it's certainly not a media release. It's not an announcement that, hey, we are going to do this. It's just a patent application. Future. And it may, it, it may, in fact, go nowhere. A lot of patents don't ever go anywhere. But here's what the patent says, or at least the the patent application, I should say. It says, and I quote, the electronic skin tattoo can include an embedded microphone, a transceiver for enabling wireless communication with the MCD, and in brackets it says mobile communication device, and a power supply configured to receive energizing signals from a personal area network associated with the MCD. A controller is communicatively coupled to the power supply. 
The controller can be configured to receive a signal from the MCD to initiate reception of an audio stream picked up from the throat region of the body for subsequent audio detection by the MCD under an improved signal-to-noise ratio than without the employment of the electronic skin tattoo. Wow. Yeah. So if this was something that came to fruition, who would get this done? I know. I just, I don't like, you know, the thought of having your skin cut and something put in there as well. I know. Or it sticks out or, oh, yeah, no. I wouldn't want it. No, no. me neither. I, no. I'm quite happy with having another physical device for a hands-free kit. Mm, exactly. And I don't use my phone that often anyway, so, you know, unless you're like a really high user or had concerns or, you know, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I, 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 <laughs> this is a little out there for me, you know. And then this is the future. So like, who knows, you know, in 50 years it might be acceptable and it's like, oh, I don't want to be bothered with cords or anything like that. It's just the easiest way. Well, they Who better knows they, the future, you know? Well, they'd better do it before 50 years' time because their patent will run out well before then. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, look, I know what you're saying. Look, you know, uh, the way we think now is different to the way we're going to think uh, in the future. So, I, I don't know. I still, you know, having said that, if you get a big enough population, like we'll take the world population for a start, seven and something billion people, there's bound to be, a bunch of them that will say, yes, I'll get this done. And they will. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, anyway, inter- interesting patent there from Motorola. Good spotting by the person who spotted that patent application, I must say. Mm. Now, on the subject of gadgets, have you seen what iStrategy Labs have come up with uh, recently? They've come up with a one-button ordering system for pizzas. Yeah. Yeah, you basically dial the number of pizzas you want by rotating a knob and it lights up some LEDs between one and five, so that selects your quantity. Then you push a button and 30 minutes later a pizza turns up. Yeah, I know. I I, I don't know. Because, like, normally if I'm going to get a pizza, I'm not going to get five pizzas the same. How do you know? Yeah, look, I thought that was (laughs) – Crispies, then you know, you know, people want different pizzas. Ah, oh, I don't want anchovies on that one. Yeah, not, you know yeah, what, you yeah. know what, I think you know you are so right. I I don't really understand the the purpose of selecting a quantity between one and five. I think they could have simplified this by fifty percent by getting rid of that feature and just having a single button. And if you want two pizzas, you push it twice. It puts two mm. orders through. Big deal. Two they orders, can figure out yeah. that they you know they're going to the same place and they'll send it the same delivery guy. Yeah. I like the idea that you don't have to call, you can just hit it, you know, and, and maybe if you've got a, a, a favourite, you always get Hawaiian or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, easy. Yeah, I, know, I think this is exa- that's what, the, what they would have done. They would have, of course, hard-coded a bunch of stuff. So the way it works, obviously it, it's, it, it's a bunch of electronics hooked up to an ordering system. And the ordering, by the way, the ordering, it's the company, the, the, the pizza company they've hooked it up to is Domino's. And this has got nothing to do with Domino's themselves. They've just done this off their own bat. And so they've, there's, a, uh, I think, a Raspberry Pi controller and an Arduino. So the combination of the two handle um, all the bits and pieces they need to, you know, to interface with, with the, uh, the online ordering system. Uh, and, of course, that sends through uh, the order, and that's how it works. And, of course, it's just a gimmick. I mean, it, it, mm. it's just a gadget for fun. Uh, it, got, I like the name, though, eh? Instead of PayPal, it's PiPal. PiPal, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cute. 
Yeah. Except they're not ordering pies, they're ordering pizzas. But anyway. <laughs> well, that's true. But yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they couldn't, they, do they call that in the States though? Pizza pie? Something that's from somewhere, I don't know. Is there? I'll have to have a look it up. Yeah. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I think so. Right. So anyway. yeah, anyway, but wouldn't that be kind of cool? Because, you know, you're hungry, you know your favourite pizza's been, uh, you know, programmed into this thing and it hooks up to Domino's. All you got to do is hit that button and 30 minutes later, the pizza company delivers your pizza. Yeah. And, of course, it serves really very little real-world purpose. I mean, this is just something that was built fun. because they can yeah. for fun. Absolutely. It'd be quite cool, though. Like, imagine that you have your mates around like, what? What do you want? Shh. Done. Yeah, push yeah, the button. Yeah, your mates would yeah. be like, what? What do you do? I just ordered the pizza. Yeah, that, that would be, that would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, they'd be like, huh? Especially yeah, when they cool. don't ex- if they don't expect it. You know, hey, guys, should we order some pizzas? Yeah, sure, right? Three all round? Yeah, three Hawaiian pizzas. Excellent. Tap. Done. It's on its way. And they'll be looking at you going like, what? What are you talking about? And uh, sure enough, the uh, they'll they'll turn up. Mm. Yeah. I'm actually looking for beta testers. I was thinking of signing up, but I, I have a feeling it probably doesn't hook into the New Zealand Domino's ordering system, I'm guessing. Shame. Uh, but I'd be happy with that. I think the wife would probably have something to say about that because I'd be going through a lot of pizza and that would cost me a lot. It would do. Put on a few pounds. <laughs> That too. <laughs> yeah, big fat Ed walks out at the end of the <laughs> testing, you know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's um, uh, iStrategy Labs, their pizza ordering button. Kind of cool. I like mm. how they simplify. You know, I can kind of see Apple coming up. You know, Apple are the, the masters of simplifying user interfaces, right? And in fact, I remember one keynote where they introduced the remote control for the Mac and I think that they were intru- the the purpose of this was to use with the the, the front row application, which is kind of like the media uh, media server uh, interface that Apple had back then. I don't I don't think it exists anymore. But anyway, I remember them show- when Steve Jobs showed off the uh, first. He showed the other remote controls of other media centers, right? And they, they just look like any other remote control. It's got like about you know thirty forty buttons and all sorts of function keys and whatnot. Then they show off. The Apple one, and it's got like, I think it's got like up, down, left, right, and center, and that that's all the controls there are. And, and, oh, and wow. Apple, Apple are really, really good at simplifying user interfaces. And so this one button ordering, literally, uh, kind of reminds me of something that Apple would do. Yeah. Oh wow. This is this is the fastest and easiest way to order pizza, and it would be. It would be, yeah. And yeah. like I say, if they took away. The facility to dial up how many, you know, the quantity between one and five, they take that away, it'll be even faster and uh, and simpler still. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you go. I'll put a link to that actually because this is really cool. If you want to check it out, uh, visit boysoftech.com. Uh, you'll find the link there under the uh, episode 245. So you can check it out. Okay, last story then for this episode. A woman, you know, last week we talked about a man who was driving a truck and he was using the internet while he was doing that and ploughed straight into a uh, into the back of a police car, right? Yeah. Well, this time it's a woman dry, uh, uh, texting, rather. So uh, it's a woman texting while she's driving and she ploughs into a whole herd of cows that happened to be on the road. I think they were crossing the road or something. There were 50 cows there in the middle of the middle of the road she didn't realize at all she was so engrossed in her texting and she plowed straight into them bit of a sad story some of the cows had to be put down some were 
needed to undergo surgery and whatnot. The funny part of this, if there is a funny part, is the fact that the woman who ploughed into the cows, her surname is Cowart. Is what? Cowart. Cowart. C-O-W-I-T. In fact, Daisy Cowart. And Daisy's a common name for a cow, so... Oh <laughs> you my couldn't gosh. Written, you couldn't have made this up. Had a better name, eh? Yeah, exactly. You could not get a better name. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of predestined if you've got a name like that. Yeah, be careful. It's going to happen at some stage, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, but there's a CNET article on this, and, and <laughs> they. I'll just read what they say at the end. They, they say that... Um, uh, l- looking at your cell phone simply isn't worth taking the risk, especially if your name is Sheepit, Giraffeit, or Horset. <laughs> <laughs> so if that is your, if if those are your surnames, or indeed Coward, be careful if you're going to text and drive because you'll, you know, you'll you'll probably hit <laughs> that animal. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, Kim, was there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about this week? No, no, I think that's it. That's it. Shall we, well shall we call it a wrap then? Shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. It's it's a wrap. There we go. I've, wrap. I've I've called it a wrap. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Want to thank Let's you very much for co-hosting. Thanks, Ed. It's enjoyable as ever. Awesome. Excellent. And we really would love to have you back again. So, and I'm sure we'll do it again sometime. In the meantime, take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us. That was the Boys of Tech episode 245 of New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. See you next time. Um, Goodbye. Cool.